0: The outer edge between the possible and impossible, the cusp of reality. A sprawling white void stretches into infinity. And there arrived the display home living room inside two ordinary individuals, Quincy Trainer. If you're having audio troubles, sometimes the buffer, fur, 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 fur. <coughs> I'm choking! And Sandra Mowgli.
1: I thought this was a vid. No, you
0: bitch, I'm like me! What is this void? How did they get here? Why were they transported? To what end? Together, they sit in a waiting room of a display home living room, unable to die and unsure of what exactly occurred. Together, they miss the story. Today's episode, A Forgotten, Begotten Friend.
2: So there I am, standing on the stoop. I raise my shaking hand to wrap upon... Stop!
1: Again, please! What happened before that?
2: Well, I approach the door, but from a distance it looks off, strange, wrong. <laughs> At first, I'm not sure why. Then I realise it's a whole new perspective. It's like... Framing a dick pic from below, you know?
1: No, you died. Dead. Now you're back. In between your death and your rebirth, there is a rather interesting gap. This is our first real lead as to what's going on. And I need you to focus. So please, please, for the last time, what happened?
0: I believe that's where I came in. Oh, right. That's when I reunited with Gizma.
1: Gizma? That's you? The giraffe made of socks? Precisely.
0: Pleasure to meet you.
1: Okay, who is this? What is this? I'm Gizma. Oh, yeah, no, I heard that.
2: (laughs) Look, I know, it's confusing, but her name is an acronym. The G stands for giraffe, which is also an acronym. That G in giraffe stands for gadget, which, of course, is a third acronym. I'm not sure how deep this goes, or whether I'm answering your question. Oh, hey, actually, Gizma, Gizzy. Could you possibly check the porch real quick? I think I left my sunglasses out there. Total clots.
0: You don't wear sunglasses, silly. Well, that's because I lost them, didn't I?
1: aren't <laughs> it, cute.
2: Fuck. All right. Uh, we have about a minute to think of a plan to get Gizmo alive.
1: No. No, 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 no. You're throwing way too much at me without context.
2: Look, this isn't hard to understand. It's all about angles. They look bigger from below.
1: Not the dick pics. I'm never wanting to know more about dick pics.
2: Right, with with, with Gizma. Well, it's simple actually. As you know, I died, was stabbed. Did you just stab me? But then, after, I wake up in the void. The the one outside, I've reappeared. Like, I I can see this display house in the distance. But before I can do anything, I drop, plummet. I start falling, just endlessly falling. So naturally, I'm bored out of my mind. (laughs) Falling, snooze. I get up to some light reading. In my jacket pocket, a book you lent me on cement on its construction, what it's for. Then, I crash into the slab of the stuff. Cement, just a wide stretch of it. I'm dead, for the second time. Upsetting, but I reappear. I'm in the void, falling. Snooze. But soon, more cement. I, then, and it hits me. I'm doing this. Every time I think about how cement is made, some appears. I crashed, I'm reborn, so this time, I nail the landing. Ah! My fucking ankle! And then I used my newfound abilities to climb back up here. Oh, and along the way, I summoned my childhood imaginary friend Gizma into existence.
1: You can create stuff with your mind?
2: Yes, but I need to actually understand its construction. For instance, you lent me a book on cement, and that knowledge allows me to summon cement. Comparatively, you haven't lent me a book on the human anatomy, so you're just a huge tease.
1: So what's happening with the stock giraffe?
2: Oh, right. Gizma is falling apart because I understand her as a concept but not as a tangible entity.
1: Because she's imaginary.
2: What? No, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. She's real. She's alive. You've met her. She's sentient. I just don't know how to knit. And, okay, fine. Sure. When I first imagined her as a child, her personality merely imitated a flow of my stepfather's traits. Upfront giddiness, calling me Q like a secret agent, passion for science fiction, the charisma of a man fucking my mum... But over time, she has evolved to take on her own form. She's... she's real.
1: Right. Okay. And what are we doing?
2: Again, it's simple. We just have to find a means of keeping Gizma from actualizing as a physical entity, which I wouldn't understand, while simultaneously not mentioning the problem up front and causing her to have a crisis of character. Which, and I'm worried about this bit, might manifest as my darkest conceptual fears bleeding into reality.
1: War of the Worlds was just aliens landing on Earth? Can we do that this week?
2: No, we're gonna save my childhood imaginary friend from dying. It's way better. H.D. Wells was a coward.
0: Play by the books.
1: I have returned with the sunglasses. You're imaginary. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I'm not really the kind of person who tells a kid they're not adopted, or that Santa or is a mythical being, or that Banksy isn't rich. Gizma, you're imaginary. Don't don't listen
0: to her, she's joking, being silly. I'm not silly.
1: I'm never silly. I've been practicing lowercase A's to transition to a fancier font.
0: But Q, you said I wasn't imaginary. Uh, uh no, no, I didn't. <laughs> yes, yes you did. You said that I'm a real creature, and that my body's decomposition was a symptom of this void's molecular composition. Then you said, it must be true because it rhymes. I said, it's the same word with a different prefix in the same sentence, but you insisted that it was a rhyme and a m- in meter. W- what meter?
1: Hey, 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 wait up. You already had doubts that you were imagining.
0: Yes, I told Q here that if I was imaginary, I might not be able to hold as an actualized being. And if I stayed around, his inability to distinguish reality
1: from thought could lead to his deepest conceptual fears manifesting. Okay, firstly, he claimed all of that theory. Secondly, you're so eloquent while simultaneously adorable. <coughs> Lastly, you, Quincy Trainer, said to me that she didn't know she was imaginary.
2: I did say that. I also lied. <laughs>
1: but why, though? You told me everything about the situation. You could have just said Gizma is suspicious and that I shouldn't bring it up.
2: Which you did. And I was hoping that raveling her a narrative purpose would sustain her need to exist. So, thank you, this is gold. (laughs) Hey, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Gizma, what are you doing with the suitcase? Packing my things. What things? Right, good point. All right, bye. Wait, whoa, 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 where are you going? To your subconscious, silly. Getting out of here before things turn sour. Me decomposing is manifesting. Plus, really, there's zero chance a story with an imaginary childhood friend ends with imaginary friend living happily ever after. Best to get out early. No,
2: but, but but that's the thing. You need to stay. This isn't over. You're here. You're existing.
1: And, and, uh,
2: we have a plan to keep you alive.
1: No, no, we don't have a plan. Your thing sounds good. Go to the subconscious. Okay, bye. Wait, no, 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 no. Listen, we...
2: We just need to know how you were constructed. Maybe Sandra can knit. No. But maybe the books. No. Time loops. No,
1: Quincy, she's going. Don't be that guy that holds on what's already gone. Spring loading the coven and ordering from Red Rooster. I'm checking the books. Great, fantastic.
2: Gizma is confused how books would help. If there's one that details socks or giraffes, I might be able to keep you around as a real thing. Now let's see, there's uh, a, a lot of smart. Sandra, there's like a lot of smart. And? And nothing, just observing. <laughs> Any knitting in the Isles of Pleasure, or the Castle of Depravity, or the Grotto of Filth?
1: No idea. Don't read them for the knitting.
2: Okay. New plan. Need a new plan. Quincy. Oh, oh! We rebuild you out of cement.
0: Yay, I'm saved!
2: Do you know how that would work?
0: Yay, I'm no longer saved!
2: Oh, wait! No, 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 I think I've actually got it! There's crazy critters showing up all the time, right? Like, every odd week there's a different supernatural being at our door. So maybe... Let's check the stoop.
1: You're going so you hey. yeah, hey. you to be somebody's so many you want to swat We've this spider? Oh. Uh, you know. Know. Uh, hey, sorry. Uh,
2: hello, uh, by any chance, were any of you Imagineers?
1: I can be whatever you want me to be, baby. If you'll take these two orphans off my hands. W-
0: what? Hey, hello, hello, hello. Uh, my name's Eric, Eric Watery. Here's my card. Uh, no,
2: I... I don't. Hurt. I am the destroyer. Smash, crash, boom. Ah, you slapped me. Destroyer. Okay, look, look. I'm not after pictures. I'm I'm looking for someone who is capable of keeping my imaginary friend from dying. Anyone? No.
1: Please take these orphans. They're not cursed. I promise.
2: Great. Always helpful. <sighs> Eric will be in contact. Yes! Okay, new, new plan. I die repeatedly until Quincy, I have stop. enough corpses for this reality to crumble. Quincy. Leaving a hole in eternity or whatever Quincy. bullshit sci fi random away, I can explain things are turning out far What? What do you want?
1: Look, I know. No!
2: <laughs> no, you don't, okay? How dare you say you know like you know you don't! No! There has to be something around here that can help.
1: Quincy, stop pushing buttons on the soundboard. Fuck. Quincy. Yeah, what? I know. You died. You were dead. Gone. She's your last connection to your time before all this. I was a mess without you. Miserable. Nothing. Drifting. I I came back. I didn't know you were going to come back, Quincy. You were gone for months. And I know that we didn't really get along all too well. But, Quincy, you have me. She's not real, and look around. She's already gone. Oh. You're alright.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, really, really, just super. Yeah. Uh, what about you? <laughs> Heard you were a mess without me. Lindsay, what is that? That dark cloud of clown snakes and leading at people towards an unmarked push-pull door. I'm gonna guess my conceptual fears manifesting.
1: We'll make it go away. I
2: think the whole problem is that I can't.
0: How am I supposed to not think of something? You abandoned me. Gizmock, no, 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 I didn't abandon you. Concave breakfast cereal chunks hide maggots in the nooks... You have to check every piece.
1: I know, I will. Quincy, you have to calm down. None of this is real. It's all in your head. I mean, we can't die anyway, right? That doesn't mean I want this thing to stick around. Stakes don't have to be life or death. Maybe I want a nap later. You have to think of happy thoughts, Quincy. H- happy thoughts? Yeah, lazy Sundays and mini-golf and butter going through cracker holes when you spray it. It looks like worms. It does
0: look like worms.
1: Then, uh, flaws. Flaws. Floors? floors? None of this is real! This dark cloud makes no physical sense. How is it constructed? Vapor, magic, I I don't know.
0: Clowns! 10 to 11 clowns!
1: Think about it more. Question it. How would you make a clown, Quincy? I mean, beyond flying corpse with confetti.
2: Okay, for real?
0: You're being scarier than the dark cloud right now.
1: What I'm saying is that it's not real.
0: You abandoned Gizma. I
1: did, didn't I?
0: You abandoned Gizma.
1: I know, I
2: know, I know. You abandoned Gizma. I know, okay? You abandoned Gizma. I tried, alright? I tried. I really did, but... She, She isn't real, okay? She isn't real. None of this is. And they have quality control for breakfast cereals and... You can test a push-pull discreetly, and clowns are just destitute dream-seekers. You only have to fear them the same amount you fear any stranger. This isn't happening. This isn't happening, and she's gone. Ah!
1: I'm melting! Really? That's a weird response. Shouldn't you just disappear? This is more dramatic. Let me have this. (laughs) Do you think I can also make some up with my mind?
0: First thing next episode, we'll get right on it. I promise. Can Sandra make cement with her mind? Is Gizma truly gone? Will the next episode resonate with an audience? Find out some, but not all, probably none, of these questions in the next episode of They Miss the Story, titled, You're All Alone. Today's episode featured Matthew Bean as the sensational announcer, Gizma, and Eric. Amelia Leonard as Sandra Mowgli, the desperate mother, and the destroyer and Alexander Krauss as Quincy Trainer. The episode was also written and edited by Alexander Krauss. Butts, butts, poop, butts. Got him. If you enjoyed this episode, consider supporting They Miss the Story through some sort of means. Tweet or share, or do any of the things you've heard about from the end of something else, but for this program. Anyway, I'm rambling. Succinct farewell, goodbye,
1: adieu, a fuck off. Um, hi, can I get a big tall boy? <laughs>